Welcome to the Talk and Chatter Experience, Round 5 ASBK Wrap-Up Show, brought to you by HJC Helmets Australia and Gasoline Alley Harley-Davidson. As the sun set on a magic weekend of racing at Round 5, we went on the hunt to have a bit of a chat to a few of the riders who starred over the weekend at the track. First up, we have Troy Herfoss. Right. Again? How was yeah. it? Oh, mate. It was the same as every other time. Real hard. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real hard. Like, um, yeah, same result. Like, with Jonesy, fortunately. Yeah. But um, very different. Like, yeah. Like I keep saying, he's, I'm running out of tricks a bit, and, he, mm. and he's, he's, a, he's a great rider. So, like, um, yesterday in qualifying, I had, I had a real reality check, because yeah. I... Like while I was in there getting ready for the session, I'm going through the scenarios and when I'm going to go to pit lane, uh, how many laps I'll do, um, calculating all that, and then anticipating what might happen and how I have to approach it. Yep. And I didn't show him in my thoughts. I didn't show him anywhere near enough respect. Mm. I, I put him down as like he should. I, I don't reckon he'll go faster than I've done already, and I reckon I can go that fast. Yep. So as long as I just do my job, I'll be fine. And then I rolled out of pit lane. Come down and start my first fly, and I seen 12-0 on my board. Yep. It was like he just walked up to me and punched me on the chin. It just rattled me. Yeah. And like the first flyer, I paid way too much attention and thought to what I just yep. seen on the pit board. Yeah, right. So he rattled me, and he, he it was a real wake-up call because uh, um, like I expected to be better in qualifying, yep. and I didn't actually improve. And I I don't know if that was because I was rattled. Yep. But um, yeah, he done a really good job. So when I went to bed last night, I was. I was losing a bit of sleep on that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, woke up this morning and on a mission. I yeah. went out and warm up and um, with a zero tyre, got down to a 12-4, which I was really happy with. And and, um, and then, yeah, made a few changes between the races, but I knew that I could see the look on Jonesy's face after race one. Yep. He wasn't angry with me, but he was, he had a different look on his face. And, I, and I'm like, this is, there's been a turning point here. I was going to ask he, that. He's decided that like, yeah. he's going to, have to change what he's doing maybe and yep. and man when he caught me like on lap record pace yep. I knew that uh, I, I like literally put your seatbelt on because he's about to come past me like a hurricane yeah and he did he almost busted me I almost I almost let the gap go and um and just settled into my pace and, I, and I'm glad I didn't because I, I you have to talk to him but I know if I went as fast as he just went yeah and then backed it up again past me and then backed it up again I'd be gassed, and and I, I'd have to imagine that after a few laps, when I I got back on him, he must have been having a breather because like I I'm just speaking from my experience, I'm not saying he's not fit enough. It just you physically at this track can't go at that speed, and I and I think if I had settled in, he would have stayed at a bit higher tempo, mm -hmm. and um, managed his heart rate a bit differently. But yeah. I think he sort of, I think I got to the point where I, when he caught me, okay, still in for a battle, and then he tried to break me and then got to the same point as I yep. was at, and then it was literally on. And um, But the difference was this time, I didn't pass him for the win. Yeah. Like he, he actually had me on the ropes, and, um, and he made a small mistake in the in the entry to turn nine, and the rear come around, and then I snuck underneath him just before the finish line. But- um, That's a tough yeah, weekend. It was the same result, but very different. Yep. Yeah, but um, like for me, like when I had the lead after race one, I was thinking, I had my first, I was okay, what do I do now? Yep. And, what I do, I have to attack because we're going to Phillip Island, and and um, history says I don't perform there great. Um, although I'm certain that it's going to be different this time because the bikes, we've we've got a we've we've worked we've got a setting in the bike that I've tried for my whole career and not liked, and 
and we've taken time to sort of wean me onto this setup and it's making life a lot easier for me and it's you know, showing the true potential of the bike as well. Yeah, it's exciting to see. That was one of the things I was going to say. It was like, if you say you're not good at Philippa, good, whatever that might be, um, you seem to be good everywhere. There's consistency. You rock up Friday and it's fast. Yeah, that's, thank you. At, at all tracks. See you later. Good to see you. At all tracks. It's fast. Yeah. And um, yeah, that warm up pace there this morning, like to have a warm up to go that fast, that's pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I was I was on a bit of a mission today. Like honestly, I got a big wake up call from James yep. yesterday. It was it was good timing because I was I wasn't starting to think. By no means was I thinking yep. I had everyone on the ropes, but I just I left a bit there. Like I didn't think about the fact that he might go that fast. Yeah, right. Like that was a half second PB for him at the time. Well, that was an incredible lap fight that he done. So like, I think he did hit his potential. I hope. <laughs> I hope it was much more than that. But um, like yeah, definitely rather yep. me. So two rounds to go. Dirt yeah. time. Um, is that helping? Yeah, I've, I've started so. riding the Monday after Sydney, yep. and I've one lost one race since then. So, but I've had a couple of broken ribs too. So, yeah, right. you do eat the dirt a bit more, but like, like, like we keep saying, the the reward is outweighing the risk at the moment. Yeah, the dirt, mate, seems to be helping too. And yeah. I see Johnny Literacy come out um, yeah. riding with you. Yeah, yeah, come Friday, riding. first, first, first in practice. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. that must help a bit. Yeah, and it's just, like I keep saying, it's putting myself outside my comfort zone. Yeah. And, um, and motocross is, uh, it's not like I'm terrible at it, but it's, it's I'm riding with people and I'm at tracks that are difficult and the guys I'm riding with are fast and, and I'm not just going there. There's no chance of me being the fastest guy in there. Yeah. Like, so I've got to control myself. I've got to learn to ride at my own pace. I've got to, yeah, it's all these different things that I've had to deal with. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying stepping out of my comfort zone a bit. It's fantastic to see Troy in such good form out there. And all the riders at the front of that field, it's just such an incredible pace that they're carrying at the moment. Next up, we head over to Supersport 300 and we have a chat to Josh Newman. Friday, we got off to a bit of a rough start. We just had some brake issues all day long and I had a bit of a moment out of turn four where the bike um, didn't go into gear properly and I slammed my chest into the tank, but we sort of moved on from that, fixed our brake issue, heading into Saturday morning, we qualified P7 in the first session. Yep. And then um, from then we went into the second session and everyone's just pushing the pace at the moment, really. All the boys are super fast at the moment and ended up qualifying P9 over the across the two sessions. Um, the first race wasn't what I hoped, but P7 is still a good result. Just not as close to the front as I'd like. Um, race two this morning was better. We were closer and I was in a battle with a few other a few other guys. And then um, the last race is definitely the best race that we had. I was closest to the front. I was with the front group for a fair bit of the race and then just sort of dropped off towards the end. Is, um, is this one of those tracks that you just got to keep doing laps at to push forward? Um, I guess because Cam seemed pretty fast this weekend. I, mean, mm. I know he's done a lot of laps around here, but I haven't done too many laps around here and I just sort of struggled to adjust to it. Yep. A lot of laps would have helped. It's just one of those tricky tracks and just probably my worst track of the year and I've gotten a good result. So I'm excited to move on to Phillip Island and I think it will suit myself and the bike a lot better. That was definitely one of the positives I've seen. Your, your race results 
a good results. You, you had to fight through and to finish where you did, you were setting some faster laps towards the end of the race. Things are working, you know, so that was nice to see. Uh, what do you got coming up in between now and the next round? Um, I just want to ride as much as I can and um, do some, hopefully do some riding down at Phillip Island just to get used to the track again and find some setup. And yep. Just know my way around there. Nice. As best I can. And then uh, I guess a bit of time in the Ovale, a bit of things like that, a bit of dirt yeah. maybe? They're doing the Ovale round next weekend at Ipswich with Evolution Sports Group. And um, so I'm excited for that. Cool. And um, yeah, I love riding my dirt bike. I've always done it my whole life, so yeah. I can't live without it. They're so addictive, so yeah, no, they're so addictive. And uh, obviously you look at the races that all use dirt bikes. It's a good skill set to have, you know, yeah, it's, a, it's a big thing. So thanks for your time, mate. No problems. Next up, we went straight over to Cam Dunker to have a little bit of a chat about his weekend. Um, Friday started off pretty, pretty good. I was inside the top five most of the time, I'm pretty sure. Saturday, I ended up qualifying P3 on the grid, um, which I was happy that with that. Front row start, so I couldn't complain. Race one was really good. I ended up winning and um, and yeah, I felt really good on the bike. And then race two, was off to a good start. I led a few laps of the race and then at the end, I made a few mistakes and ended up fourth. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty happy. Although we had a few drums with the bike, but I mean, all around good weekend. Still ended up second. Have you done many laps at this place? No, I've come up for a three day test. I've done the Southern Bounce round. Uh, a few, like a month ago, yep. and that's all I've done here, so. And it's pretty good to get that pace straight away after n not a heap of laps here, and something I said to you at Aussie Flat Track Nationals was um, your front tyre. You're just so good on that front. Yeah. You must have so much confidence on that at the moment. And see, out here as well, I've seen it. Yeah, I never, when I started, I never really did, and now I'm just learning to trust it um, more and more. Um, so yeah, but in qualifying, I trusted a bit too much, and then I've gone down, but hey, happens to the best of us, so, yeah. For sure. What do you do now between the now and the next round? Dirt bikes or a bit of everything? Um, well, next weekend I'll go on mini GP and then maybe just just training in the gym, maybe a few flat track meets here and there. Um, bit of motocross riding, I hope, so yeah. Yep. Looking forward to it. You'll keep busy. Awesome, mate. Thanks so much for your time. Seeing Cam in action these past few weeks, obviously at Aussie Flat Track Nationals, like I'd mentioned, and then uh, at ASBK and just seeing his uh, form on the front end, just it's been magic at the moment. So thanks for the little insight to your weekend there, Cam. After that, we just went over to the um, other barrier just on the pit straight, caught up with Tom Bremich and had a pretty cool chat. Uh, Tom gave us a good insight over there and uh, he's always up front with plenty of time and it was freezing cold. He was sitting there in shorts and shirt but um, gave us plenty of time. So sit back and have a bit of a listen to see what Tom has to say. Tom Bremich, tell me about your weekend. Yeah, um, frustrating, like frustrating results. Really, yeah, disappointed to leave Morgan Park um, with the DNF in a sixth place. Certainly wasn't what it looked like it was going to be, it was shaping up to be much better than that. And it wasn't far off being much better than that. But um, yeah, they're my results and that's how it rolled. So we didn't, um, I'm really thankful to my team. We didn't test here, and the bike's in such a good window that I I've done my fast ever laps here, qualified 0.2 off pole. Um, so there's lots to be positive about, but it was just 
it's just annoying that our Sundays aren't coming together at the moment. Um, QR, we had a had a problem and then bounced back for a third in race two. Here, I crashed in the first race and then race two, um, yeah, towards the end of the race, we had a, another mechanical at, um, based off the first one. Our, our clutch our clutch bracket came off and I had no clutch. And so as soon as that happens, the the blipper and all that sort of stuff doesn't like it at all. So yep. I was just holding on, trying to get some points at the end, which is really frustrating. It's one of the places, and I've said to a few, is um, like it's really hard to get time here. And if you find it, you make it up really quickly. Yeah, it? it's a weird place. Yeah, yeah. Even watching like Herfoss and Jones in that uh, last race, you know, where if you know where the speed is, that you, they they yep. they can close the gap really quick. And I didn't have extra speed than any of the Super Sport boys, so it was hard. It wasn't um, easy for me to be able to close little gaps down. But I seemed to be able to in the second race. I didn't get a, the greatest of starts, and I had to pass a couple of riders. There's small gaps in between the groups, but I could close it down, make passes, which was really, which was really good. But it was just, um, yeah, really frustrating to end the race like we did. You mentioned something about team and your bike being good. Yeah. One of the things I've seen across the weekend is there's a lot of chatter down into turn four from a lot of different bikes. Yeah. You guys seem like you're on rails down into places like that. And there's a hard braking area with a few bumps and stuff. Bike must be in a real good spot when you do get it out of the box, yeah? Oh, yeah. Compared to last year, we were pulling our hair out, reinventing the wheel after mm. every session. And honestly, this year we made two changes from yeah. Queensland Raceway to here. And it's just me riding better, finding yeah. better lines, finding smoother bumps. So, <laughs> smoother bumps, <laughs> yeah. something you got to do. Yeah, yep. it's Morgan Park characteristics. Yep. So, but yeah, no, I, um, I could not have a better bike. Like, my, the boys, Luke, especially and Dougie at race weekends worked so hard to give me like an easy bike and good bike on tires and um, yeah allow me to, to have the speed and it, then it's just up to me to have the pace. Well there's about 580 weeks between now and the next round. <laughs> what do you it's do? Crazy. <laughs> it's oh. crazy. What do you do? We have the longest championship in the world I think with the yeah. least amount of rounds. We do. We, we could probably put two championships in. Oh. You know? <laughs> so. We could have a winter and a summer series but yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, now um, I, carried a few in I carried a few injuries into this round. Um, I did my ACL two weeks ago, so all my attention will be on just getting that right. It was sort of, didn't hamper me here at all, but went, it's just there, you know. Yeah. And so um, all my attention will be trying to just get that right, keep fit, um, hopefully do a bit of riding in between, because I, I hadn't rode between QR and here at all, because just- Well, no laps. No laps, just Ovalis. Which is awesome, obviously, keep me in touch, but it's yeah, not, but no it's not my six. It's not, 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 not my R6. Huh. Um, it's just hard, like, um, my mechanic lives four hours away, he's always away for work, I'm busy with my work, and so it's just really, we need to make more of an effort, to be honest, to make it happen, because yeah. it really pays, you know, in the last few laps of races and stuff, when you're not riding your bike all the time. I, I guess one of the positives coming into the next part of the year, like you finished off last year in the places where we're going to in good steed. Yeah. Um, they are close to home to maybe do a couple more laps though? Yeah, In the sure. last half of the year? Yeah, we've got all the intentions good to go there and do a few laps because we need to, the competition's only getting faster. Um, I don't know, we didn't beat the lap record this weekend, but no. every other weekend we have, so, you know, you can't just, you can't expect to go there and do the same and get the same result. Yeah. You've got to be better, everyone's getting better, um, including us. So yeah, I'm keen as to get to some more tracks and just make sure that 
we're pushing yep. ourselves forward. Because you look at those lap records, like the, the first one was the Phillip Island one, the Brian Starring, yep. long-standing one. Yep. This one, I think, was a Crew Halliday one, maybe. Yep. Um, pretty long-standing records. The QR one long. was Stouthers, I think. James yeah, I think, yeah. so yep. long-standing records. So yep. the pace is huge, you yep. know, so really fast. So, yep. yeah, cool, man. Well, enjoy your trip home. Yeah, thank you. Um, you up here next weekend for many GFP? Yeah, I'm coming back up with Wayno on next Thursday, so wow. keen as for that. Yeah, hopefully um, get stuck in, do a little bit of coaching out on the Friday yeah, and cool. then just um, helping with the event. So it's awesome. It's such a good opportunity for all these kids to have um, to have Ovalis to be able to race sure. and, you know, before they had nothing to do. So, yeah, yeah it's awesome. Great way to keep your eye in and the facilities like Ipswich and Oakley oh, for yeah. you guys down south. Like, it's yeah. unreal. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. cool, mate. Safe travels. All right, thanks, mate. Thanks. So pitted a couple of pit garages up was Glen Allerton who I did a little bit of work with over the weekend. And um, yeah, take a, take a bit of a listen to see how Glenn's weekend went up here. He was pretty uh, pretty happy with how it went and uh, the BMW seems to be just gradually chipping away and get, getting closer and closer to the front. Very consistent times, but uh, yeah, I'll throw it over to Glenn now. Tell me about your weekend, mate. Yeah, so um, expectations were just to be in the top five and to get myself into that you know, like low one minute 13 and, and honestly, one minute 12 was like, I wanted to, wanted to get there, but it was, um, seemed a little bit out of, out of the realms of what we could do based off the test that I did here. Yep. And, um, but we made some good changes throughout the weekend and, and, you know, this team is sort of, it's evolving. We've got some more help now. Um, you know, Alpha are helping us with the electronics, but we've actually got um, another guy that's here in Australia, Cody, that helped us out this weekend. And um, his, his, his knowledge of, of how to read the MoTeC was great. Um, he's still in a learning process, but the best part was when I came in after each session and we debriefed and I said, this is the area that I'm either getting too much wheelie or too much power or not enough power, whatever it was, he was able to identify those areas. And then Sam and I would you know, converse about how we would make the changes and ultimately Sam would make the changes to the bike and really happy with how the bike ended up feeling by the end of the race. You know, the first one, we probably just had a little bit too much traction control off the last corner and it was yep. it was saving the tyre but we were losing time and then the second race like the bike was so fast off the last corner yep. and um, letting that BMW eat down the straight almost got past her to, to start the second lap. Yeah. So uh, it so, just feels awesome to be able to yep. battle with those guys at this circuit. It's been such a tough track for me over the years. and. When you constantly have struggles at, at a track, it becomes like this mental blockage for you that, oh, I don't like coming to this place because you, you know, you've had so many rough struggles here. But this weekend was a breakthrough for us. Um, I'd like to finish the race a bit closer, but to have the pace when mm. we've got grip just shows that we're there and we've got the bike and yep. we've got the package. We've just got to keep chipping away. And, and going to Phillip Island, I know I'm good there and I've won races in the past. Yep. And then last year, the package that I think we've improved on now. Mm. We almost won both races last year, so my confidence level's high. I can't wait to get tail, tail and bend. Yep. And uh, I love that track, and I really feel like that our package is going to be the one to beat. So come away from here, like some really useful points. Yeah. A positive weekend. That must feel really, really good too, eh? Yeah, look, the only <coughs> problem with the points is that the guy yep. that I'm racing for the championship seems like I'm in a battle with Mike now mm. because the front two are quite a ways ahead, but. You know, I finished behind him in both races, so to be on the podium is awesome. Yep. Um, but I just can't worry about that stuff. You know, it's racing, anything can happen, as we've seen 
throughout the races, guys having engine problems, and yep. like I had a problem with oil coming out of my bike in that qualifying session, and I'm really happy with how the team and myself bounced back from that. Yep. To start Q1, had a massive oil leak, oil all over the bike, coming yep. out of the clutch cover, and uh, you know we pulled in, and, and I was worried for everybody else that there was that much oil because there was oil on the tire, and uh, luckily we got the bike back together, but it took me a while to push push really like mm. took well not a while took me three or four laps but yeah. I didn't have the time but yep. so I had to just mentally push through every time I tipped it right back in my mind with that first tire I was like oh how hard can I push this because yep. I already put tire oil on that that first tire yep. then we get through to the second part of qualifying and um and then put their soft X in and have to just go all out and I'm pumped with the lap time that we did and um you know it's a it's a really positive way to overcome a problem that we had mm. it didn't it wasn't a problem where you know sometimes in a weekend you have one thing go wrong and it just takes all the momentum out yep. of your weekend and your confidence goes down but we actually we probably built in confidence from there and we went even faster today one of the things i've seen and i've worked with your team this weekend which has been great was um there was no panic yeah. at that time yeah, yeah everyone had a method you know yeah. this was going on you were cleaning your boot you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. there was no panic at that time and no it's a panic. rush it's a rush session like there's not, yeah, much time, not much time but there was no panic and that was a real good thing about a team yeah and that was yeah pretty evident at that yeah point. everybody nobody yelled at anyone no. or put blame on anyone because we're all here to achieve the same goal mm. they all want me to they want to see me win yep so when i got back i just said hey there's oil here pointed it out yep. and said you know do your best to get it clean we've got a red flag i just went back and sat down and let them do their thing i didn't want to yell at anybody or create you know anxiety mm. or, or confusion in the moment just just yep. here's the task i actually went and grabbed a new um, clutch cover gasket out of the trailer wow. walked up to him put it down said here's a new gasket just take your time get it right yep. and and we made it back out there so, so that's what it was in then yeah it was just a clutch cover gasket so, so we so had simple. the clutch part yep but um sometimes you can just pinch the gasket yeah. and just it creates a little port for the oil to get yep. out and uh yeah a fair bit came out so what happens now? You've got uh, a little bit of time between now and the next round. Yeah. You go back to work. You yeah, go back to go do back your to things, work. you know, of course. Yeah, make some money. Um, do you ride any other things? What do you do? Yeah, there's an Ovale race next week. Yep. After this weekend, how good I went, I think I'm going to just fly up because my, my nephew's taken. Are you taken, serious? Yeah, they've got, my nephew and my sister got the bike, so yep. they've got my bike as a backup for Josh. Yeah, right. So I might just fly up on Friday and do yep. the Ovale race and then, uh, We've got some time off. I've been considering going to America to watch a NASCAR race. I've been thinking about it for so many years and I just never do it. And now mm. we have such a big break and I've got friends that work in the industry in NASCAR over there. So yep. I can get like some behind the scenes, like get, like go to Hendrick Motorsports and just go and see a, a, a cool race. And it's something that's been brewing inside me for a yep. while. And I feel like if I don't do it, then I'm probably never going to do it. Yep. So um, that's something that might happen in this big break that we have, but then we're going to get to work. We're going to go to Phillip Island do about four days testing, yep. really get on top of our package that has developed now with the new suspension and the way that the bike is biting the track. It's just, I know it's gonna work really good there. So yeah, I can't wait to get down there and do some laps. You're working behind the scenes to make the team more visible and whatnot as a race team. Yeah. Where can people find all your stuff now? Yeah, so go to YouTube, check out the GT Racing YouTube page. Yep. Um, you know, the channel's there. We, we, and we're trying to upload as much stuff as we can, just the behind the scenes stuff of how this team works, you know. The, the incident that we had there with the oil coming out of the bike, stuff like that will be in yep. there and um, just how our weekend progressed and, and how yep. things are brewing here at GT Racing. Awesome. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Next up, we went straight over to Max Delpha. Max had a bit of a tough weekend here at Morgan Park. 
Uh, let's see what Max Delpha had to say. Um, yeah, uh, not not a hundred percent sure how to how to explain this one. It's um, it definitely wasn't what I wanted. Yep. Um, I knew, you know, or well, looking at the cal calendar at the beginning of the year, I knew that um, hundred percent this is going to be probably the toughest toughest meeting for me this year. Um, and it was definitely made tougher by not being able to, to test. Um, it was just too close of a gap from Darwin to now to, to be able to get up here and have a ride. But um, yeah, look, we'll keep um, we'll keep pushing forward. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. slightly disappointing, and and um, yeah, but we'll keep we'll keep moving forward. And Phillip Island's next. I've I've been fast there, and but, um, yeah, see what happens. And the pace, like. Not so much pace, because your pace is good here too. Like it's not like the pace is bad, but you, the positions you've been in through the year, that's where you, that mental barrier in it. You're like, oh man, I've been in these other positions to fight. That must be where it really kicks you a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it really hurts. Like you know, at QR, I was in sixth, and I was doing that quite comfortably. You know, like mm. you know, I was battling or not battling, but I was sitting on the back of the you know that top six, and I learnt so much just from that one race. But I've not been able to get back there since then, so. Um, you know, probably the two toughest tracks for me, the two tracks that I've done the least amount of laps on, yeah. on any bike. Um, but, um, yeah, look, as I said, Phillip Island's next. I know I've been fast there. I've put it on the second row before. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'm going in there full confidence. Hopefully we can get some, some testing time on the, on the superbike and we'll, um, we'll get into it. Like, you know this already, but that, um, that round of Phillip Island at the start of the year, your qualifying pace, like, you had issues on the race that were out of your hands, right? Yep. But your qualifying pace and your actual race pace there is a good place to be, isn't it, straight away? Oh, 100%. And, you know, um, I didn't test at Phillip Island at the beginning of the year, but that didn't worry me too much because it's a track that I'd done, you know, quite a few laps at on the yep. Superbike, um, so I could go in there with confidence, but I never had a base setting, you know, I had a base yeah. setting for a you know, a 34 lap time, but I've yeah, never right. done a 32 around there. So yep. to to go to this meeting now, knowing that I've got a base setting that can do a 32 four in qualifying and, yep. um, you know, mid to high 32s consistently yep. for uh, on, on the A tire, on the harder tire, sort of brings a lot of confidence. Um, and it's just something that I can build off and improve over the weekend. So going in there knowing that, you know, I'm in a much stronger position than any other meeting this year is um, definitely a big confidence boost. True. What do you do? What do you do in between now and then? Well, you got a few weeks. What, obviously, work and all yeah, the things a, that happens with it. But got what a do bit you do? of work, and I'm um, going to be spending a lot of time with Cam to get in the gym, and we'll yep. be riding motocross bikes out at my house a lot. Yep. So, just yeah, stuff like that, just to try and get better. Yeah, that's a huge part to it, eh? Like Cam came and did Aussie flat track nationals the other week. Yep. And I was saying to him just before when I interviewed him was um, his front end feel. Yeah. It's just magic, like it's magic at the moment. Like yep. you just see him out here, like it's all replicated. It's just bike time, isn't it? Yep, 100%. So, yeah, cool, mate. Have a good trip home and um, we'll see you at uh, yeah, Phillip Island in the last week of October. Yep, no worries, mate. Cool, mate. Thank you very much. And the last rider that we got to see in the pits was uh, Cameron Swain. Just as it was getting pretty dark there and pretty cold up at Morgan Park, we got to have a bit of a chat to Cam and he's full of energy at the moment. Writing phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. So we're going to get him on the podcast and have a bit more of a chat to him about heading overseas to ride and basically how his season's going and how everything's progressing as well. But um, yeah, take a listen to Cam. Mate, it was a unbelievable weekend for me. Yeah. Um, like in Supersport 300, I topped every single practice session, got pole position, and won every single race. So you can't really ask for any more, obviously, but. 
Um, like before the weekend in Supersport 300, I was around 44 points behind Brandon Demery. Yep. And now at the end of the weekend, I'm only two. So, or I think it's two, but um, that I'm so happy. Like yeah. to, I did not expect to be able to bring it down that much, but um, yeah, in in R3 Cup, I topped every practice session, got pole position, um, and then got second in every single race in R3 Cup. And every single time, it was just I got pipped to the line. Mm. But I feel that I showed that you know I, I had the best consistency in being able to always be fighting for P1 and 2. Because yep. you know every single R3 Cup race, there was three different winners, but I was constantly there. Um, so I felt pretty happy with myself for that. Um, the best, the highlight of the weekend was probably the race two of Supersport 300 when I. I won by I think four or five seconds, so yeah, it's, it's not not usual you see that, but yeah, it was pretty awesome, and I'm pretty stoked and just happy with myself to do that. Not very often in Supersport 300, you can cross the hill at Morgan Park here and take a look back, and you did. Yeah. I looked at that, and I'm like, wow, that must feel amazing. Yeah. Like, that's incredible, mate. Yeah. It. It's something I can't even describe, but I felt it at Phil Island at the start of the year, yep. and I felt it today, and nothing will ever top it. Like, after you just, like, before this round, so much effort, time and money with my, me and my family has gone in to try and get these results that we've gotten, and it's all paid off, and I'm so grateful that it has. Um, like, just that feeling of relief is insanely, good. Um, yeah, I can't even describe how happy I am with it. One of the exciting things I think too is um, just your lap speed. Like yeah. your outright lap speed is just, it's insane. Yeah. Like just to be able to lap after lap, put out these laps at that pace. Um, yeah, what do you do between now and uh, the next round? So now between here and Phillip Island, I'm actually going to Europe for a month for yep. all of September. Wow. So I fly out on the first and I'll be doing two rounds with World Super Bikes. Yep. Um, the first one I'm doing is, it's a wild card in the European R3 Cup Championship, so it's their final round of the year. So they're all on R3s, like here in Australia, and uh, all the same gear. It's like Oceania Junior Cup. Yep. Same gear, same liveries, um, exactly the same bikes, same spec. Um, so really that'll be a good test to see where I'm at. And yep. I'm keen to give it my all there. And then after that, um, I'll be in Spain for two weeks, training with a training campus, campus yep. called Garmin Racing. Um, and then after that, we fly to Portugal for Portimao, which is the same bikes as the European R3 Cup, but it's called the European R3 Cup Super Finale. Mm -hmm. And it's where they pick one or two R3 Cup riders from around the world. Yep. And they all go head to head at Portimao, and whoever wins that, gets a free year in European R3 Cup Championship the next year. So there's a lot on the line at the moment. Yeah, around $50,000 I think that championship is. Is that so, who it is? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, that is huge and like, I keep up with your social media, I see the fundraiser the other week and I know the, I know how much pressure goes into racing these bikes at this thing. Yep. And you're doing such a good job, your whole family and um, well done on a magic weekend. Thanks mate, I appreciate it a lot. Thanks bud. Well that's all we have time for on the ASBK wrap up show. A big thank you to everyone that's having a listen to it. And uh, shout out to those that have actually come up to me in the pits as well and said, oh, we really enjoy the news that's coming out of these 
uh, if you're doing a good job. Um, re really appreciate the insight for some riders. So it's really nice to hear. And if there's any other feedback of how we can improve it or anything, please let us know. We're working on some exciting projects with HJC Australia for some giveaways and that. So keep an eye on our page. If you haven't done it yet, make sure you hit subscribe to our YouTube. Tell your friends, give us a rating and a review on iTunes, and we'll be back with another show real soon.